of all of the doctrines in the Bible that you want to make sure you get right, the doctrine of salvation has got to be at the top of the list. We'll talk about that today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. I'm a big fan of shows that take you behind the scenes. So you have a a figure, a public figure, who you see them on the field, or you see them in the office, or you see them behind the pulpit, but you don't know what happens behind closed doors. And you have a lot of shows that are coming up now, documentaries and different things, where the camera crew, there's a group of people that will follow these people around, even in their private moments, and give you a glimpse of their life behind the scenes. This is really what you have in Galatians chapter 2, because you have Paul really showing us what's happening behind the scenes and what happened in that early church when it came to establishing what doctrine is. Now, you have to be sympathetic to a lot of these early Christians because when Jesus came, he built on what the Old Testament pointed to or what the Old Testament talked about, but he really completely changed people's lives. And change is difficult. And when I say that he changed people's lives, I'm saying he said that the way to God is not through a religion, but through belief in me, through faith in me, through a relationship with me. And so you have all of these people, predominantly Jews, that were following Judaism, following the Old Testament law. Jesus comes along and says, follow me. And so this was a big change for them. They went from following the law to now following Christ. And there was a lot of tension between this new way of life and the old way of life. And so you have situations where even good men are maybe not taking as strong a stand on something as they should. And in this this instance, you have the example of Peter not taking as strong a stand as he should on the fact that we are now free in Christ, we're not under the law anymore, and we don't need to keep the law in order to be saved, but you have these people that were supposedly sent from James, which we find out later were not, and and they're kind of confronting people about what it means to be saved, and these Gentiles, they need to be converted to Judaism, and they need to follow the law, and and Peter doesn't agree with them, but he doesn't he doesn't condemn it either. And Paul comes along and says, I confronted him, which is a pretty amazing thought when you have Peter, who is really seen as one of the early church leaders, but yet he was not doing something that he should have. And so you have Paul coming along and accusing him of hypocrisy. And you see that tension that was in that early church And I believe that Paul was in the right, and he should have called Peter out. But, man, I got to imagine that that was tense. And he not only calls out Peter, but he calls out several other people as well. And he, he wants them to make sure that they communicate what he says in verse 16, where he says, We know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. And he really lays out for us 
what it means to be a follower of Jesus in one of the most famous verses in the book of Galatians, which is verse number 20, when he says, this is how a Christian should live. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul says, I get the fact that you guys want to make sure that we're just not living however we want to live, but we're not trying to keep the law. We are instead, we have crucified the old man, and now we're living by faith in Jesus Christ and in what he said to do. And that's that's our marching orders. We're following what he said to do, and we're we're living our lives to bring honor and glory to him. And when I live my life every day thinking I want to use my life to bring honor and glory to God, that affects the whole part of my being. It affects what I say. It affects where I go. It affects what I do. It affects my reaction to things. And so I'm not trying to keep the law to be saved. I'm saved because of the work of Christ, but now I have put my old man to death, and now I'm living by the direction of the Spirit. The Spirit leads me to follow the words of of Christ and live my life to bring honor and glory to God, and that's how I, I need to look at my life every single day, and I want to challenge you to do the same. You're not under the law, You're now under grace, but grace doesn't give us this license to do whatever we want. Grace says, I want to show the world the grace that has been displayed to me, and I want to live in a way that brings honor and glory to God. This is how we as Christians should live, and I pray that we would do it. Jesus, we thank you for the hope that we have in you, and we are grateful for men like Paul who, when there was error, He confronted that error, and he stood for what was right and true. Help us to be people who are not adding anything to the gospel, but we are living under the direction of the Holy Spirit, and may you help us to bring honor and glory to the name of Jesus. We pray this in your wonderful name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great weekend, everybody. Talk to you on Monday.